0: Hello and welcome to the Sam Squared Show, uh, the podcast for people who like things. I figured, uh, you know, I came up with a slogan. I never even used it until episode seven. So, cool. Here we are. This is where we're at. Hi, Sammy. How are you doing?
1: Great. How are you doing, Sam?
0: <laughs> I'm great. Different, uh, different intro. Mixing it up. How's that?
1: Changes. Ch- 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 changes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I also thought about going straight up into English, like, I don't know if it's proper English, like a bit of a Um, Cockney accent. (laughs) Hello, love. Welcome to Sam Squared Show. (laughs) Do
1: you remember that Firefly episode where she does, like, the the distraction where she does the, um, is it, like, Cockney accent? I don't Mm -hmm. know how to pronounce it or whatever, but, um, she does that to, (laughs) to, um... The guy with the hat.
0: Oh, yeah. Right? What, uh, what is his name?
1: Oh, I can't remember his name, but like he was doing, so it was the, it was the episode, it was the big shindig or something like that because mm-hmm. they went to um, the Mal and, oh, the engineer, Kaylee, no, um, yes. went to the ball where Nora was at as well, mm-hmm. and then they got into the... Um, altercation and there was the duel that was happening and everything but then the guy came the the thunder guy came and and held everyone captive on the the firefly yeah on the ship uh anyway firefly yeah
0: (laughs) check it out if if any of you have not seen firefly please watch that show it is fantastic it is and then you'll get the reference if you're lost on that one
1: (laughs) yeah because it's a good one. It is a good one. And she nails it, and it is hilarious. <laughs> so, that's always fun. Yeah. She started as a ballerina, too. The yeah. girl who plays, uh... Ugh. Oh,
0: it's not my... Serenity. No, Serenity, no, no, is, no, Serenity is a shit. Yeah. Um, God. I guess it's been about a year or so since we've watched the movie. The series and the movie.
1: The series and, series the, movie. and
0: the movie. Um...
1: River. River Tam. River and Simon Tam. Yes. There you so go. river. Yes. Yeah. All right. We're heading Short into this one memory. strong. <laughs> yeah, like this is this is gonna be great. Yeah. We're already forgetting all sorts of things. Cool. So
0: So speaking of things that will boost our memory, uh, what are we what are we drinking tonight?
1: Um we have a little rum action going on. Mm-hmm. This is I believe your mother's favorite rum.
0: It is. We have officially released the Kraken. Um Kraken black rum? Dark rum? Spiced rum? Spiced. Spiced rum. Yeah. yeah, fantastic stuff. Um and I don't know. My it's a it's a great package design and my my mom's like drawn to that more so than well, the flavor's really good, but it it's is. just one of those like hook, line and sinker. <laughs> Got her with the advertising and the <laughs> and the drink itself, so uh, yeah, it's fantastic stuff. Definitely um try it out. Put it on some Red Rocks ginger ale. That's yes. why we have a yeah, super spicy ginger ale with some spiced rum.
1: They're in, it's, well, around here we buy them and they're in the very small bottles. Like um, one small bottle is enough for two drinks. Mm-hmm. Um, and they come in little six packs, they're little glass bottles. But it is the spiciest ginger ale. We, we actually went through and tried all of them. We liked a few. Feverfew, right? That was a four-pack. But that's super expensive. Um, But it was really expensive. Yeah. And not as spicy as the Red Rock. Um. Yeah. But, you know, when I first started drinking wine, I did the same thing, like you were saying, like going for the, the advertising, the cover and everything. Oh, yeah. I mean... like. There's yeah, something if I don't know the wines, <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, which 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 label do I like the best? And mm. normally, it doesn't steer you wrong.
0: No. If your tastes line up visually, they most of the time do, taste-wise. <laughs> so, um, how's the farm doing these days?
1: It's doing, I'll tell you that. <laughs> it is doing. It has been crazy. Again, just more crazy weather to add to an already crazy weather year. Um... Yeah, of course. We've talked about how wet it was and and cold. I mean, it was it snowed on the twenty third of April, this year, um, which is late. Um, very wet, and then we have another huge wet patch coming through. Yeah, our creek got up um, super high.
0: Yeah, highest I've seen it since we've been here. I guess it was happening while we we're sleeping. Uh- got a huge gully washer as they say around here um <laughs> you
1: got a great yeah. picture of it though yeah we sort of. It. it's
0: hard if you don't know the place to get any frame of reference but yeah if you if you could see the yard you'd be like oh wow that's that's something <laughs>
1: well we can we can add it to the notes we can put um a picture up on the the website yeah the picture you took and like draw a line on it i'm about to sneeze everyone
0: kakachoo <laughs> 'cause I'm tight.
1: Thank you. It's very hard to sneeze and laugh at the same time. Yeah, you I'm just trying to like make your eyes
0: that. pop out of your head apparently. Yeah, thank
1: you. I appreciate that. I You're don't really welcome. feel like I got a full sneeze out. I think no. something else might might come around later because of the laughing sneeze.
0: <laughs> Sorry about that. It's okay. Glad your nose didn't start bleeding. That would have been <laughs> that would have been terrible. uh so yeah we yeah we're right i guess two days into a crazy rainstorm spell it jacked up our crops a little bit that that was unfortunate um i guess we could have been a little better on some of the netting but that's on us they were doing great up until then um well the the, the problem
1: with the netting is that we we slacked early on moving it up Yeah, and then once that happens then there really is no way of moving it up like with the cosmos there's no way Yeah, Yeah. so we were lucky before this this time that a huge rain didn't come through and we had had some hard rains and everything anyway but this was just like this you know this was a lot
0: yeah and it was on the heel of a dry spell too I mean not too much of one but more than we've had recently so they just got pummeled that in the algorithm
1: Which has been incredibly strong until yeah. just this one. So still so happy with that. Yeah, unless a deer ran not... through it. Oh yeah. That could be. But, but that's also not netted at all either. No. You know one one day when we're when we're more used to it, the system and, and have everything worked out then we'll probably just you know net everything you know because if you're if you have the system down you know it's easy to but easy to move it up when you need to and all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. um but until then the ones that don't absolutely need it then we're gonna go without it yeah Why put more work on it now when we're everything else but yeah so so water damage for sure lots of uh Lots of just hard rain. Yeah. Check stuff out. It's
0: all right. They'll bounce back. Not too worried about it.
1: Yeah. And it doesn't exactly matter because we've decided to call our season um, at, well, it varies depending on what type of customer we're selling to, but some of them are cutting off on August 10th and some are cutting off on the 19th
0: yeah but we also have a big event that we're this would be our first actual like big time bring all the flowers to a thing um so it's, it's nice to be able to have a guarantee since it's our first one to deliver on, on what they want um
1: hopefully i'm still like the, the i i was thinking that we were going to have a good bit of cosmos, so hopefully they'll they'll bounce back. You know, I I feel like I maybe after will. the rain, but the the problem is that it's supposed to keep raining until, you know, this this entire week. It's supposed to rain until Saturday, you know. They might dry out. It might be okay. They might not. I don't know. We're definitely gonna have to get out there in the rain and cut of cut some back. Yeah. Um, but if nothing else, like I'm I know we'll be able to to fill in with other. We have you know the plume salacia is or. Solosia is doing really well. Um the gomfrina I think will be very good. At oh that yeah, point that's as also
0: well. doing really good. Yeah. Um yeah, and really the algorithm's not bad. There's I just need to go back through and trim off some more of the the dead stuff.
1: Well, and the the last direct seeding of sunflowers we did yeah, are they're popping to... out. yeah, they're
0: looking good. Yeah, they are. Are those singles or
1: two of the beds are singles so ones farther down towards like the yarrow are singles okay
0: yeah okay same layout as the last time all right
1: but the branching ones are looking good too Mm -hmm. unfortunately i don't think that we're going to get a whole lot off of them before we before we start like killing off some of these beds um but you never know either Because we're going to go ahead and change the bed facing, I think. Unless, like, we have to measure out. Because if it shortens or decreases the amount of bed space we have for next year, um, then I don't don't know if we will change the facing this year. But if it doesn't, then we will. (laughs) But I don't know. Like, it's a very, like, it's a fiddly yeah thing, we just have to get out there with some large sheets of plastic and lay some stuff out and like look at different different layouts. So you know, there's that. that? Um, but it is kind of it's kind of nice to to have the end of the season coming up. like we probably if we weren't changing things around and with the fall plant like the fall planting we're doing for spring earlier spring blooms, then. If we weren't doing that, then I think our season would definitely head into October for sure. Um, I think we would still have stuff blooming into that point, which is good because that means even with the crazy weather at this year, I think our first sale was June. So we would have had June, July, August, September, October. So even if it was only half of June and half of October, that's still four months. That's still a quarter of the year. and doing uh, you know all outside production no irrigation no spraying no sort of pest control at all i feel like that's good
0: yeah totally i'm i'm proud of it um and i think it's pretty smart considering we haven't done any overwintering and any of that to stop now be able to focus and then we can easy it'd be much easier to meld them together next year um if we
1: absolutely do that so so that yeah, like I do one step that at a time building yeah. blocks yeah and it um we i don't know if i had talked about it on a previous podcast but i know i'd mentioned it to you about like going back to um the beginning kind of of when we started talking about the business and everything, and when i took the business course at mountain biz Works with bird's eye business then one of the things they said is like you know you can get too focused in on the day-to-day every once in a while take a step back and remember to look at your big picture which is why they're the one company is called Birdseye eye business is to like look at it from the top level and the the grand overview um and so part of the thing I remembered when I started rem- like going back and looking at some of the paperwork we did back then and like the, the brainstorming and everything was that we were supposed to really take these first five years of where we were both still working full time and, you know, make the mistakes and, um, you know, figure out the best, Way and be able to sacrifice the crops like we're doing this year, um, to make the system better. Because like when you are relying on the farm as income, you don't have that type of um, luxury. Yeah, you know. So that that is why it, it was. So it was a really hard decision to make. But like once I remembered that, then it was a little bit easier to kind of step back and be like no this is this is what we're supposed to be doing at this point you know um and honestly we're supposed to be doing more um we're supposed to be like field testing like drying stuff and and things like that which we just don't we haven't had the time for or anything at this point but but like i said it made it made the decision easier so Mm -hmm. you know if you're running a small business or anything make sure to pull back and remember like your timeline that you set yeah (laughs) Yeah. like your goals that you set for yourself all that kind of stuff you know um because it is easy to just be like oh i need to make this money back like i've put this much into the business i need to start making some money because it 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 starts getting like nerve-wracking that you're just dumping money into a business that might not make any money but it's better to figure out the best way to make the money and to make the most money the easiest way Mm -hmm. you know um And again, make all the mistakes, do all the trials, do all the, you know, the experience we don't have or anything, get all that in while you have something, a different job paying the bills. So that was, that was good. And that's kind of like what we decided to do. So we're calling it, um, so we can change things up. Yeah. Which is awesome.
0: Yes, And if I can, you know, like you said, if it works out and then this overwintering thing is kind of a big market for us, then that changes our entire seasonal schedule and everything we could take summers off and i mean that's probably way down the road but well, yeah, yeah it's like a late it
1: summers yeah
0: flips the uh, flips the script as far as far mm-hmm. farming goes but if that's where it takes us like that's why we put in the trials and the risks to see what's the most lucrative and where to go so
1: yeah. and to see what we have enjoyment out of because like it's true. i was um i was talking to you at one point about how I am really like the thing that I look forward to doing most is the bucket for our friend Randy with bad craft in Black Mountain um It's just a bucket a week of fifteen to twenty blooms, whatever we have going, you know that he uses in his art gallery um he has like potters and glass blowers and different vases and everything he just has them out and about and kind of displays them singly. He spreads them out and everything um but that's like one of the most enjoyable aspects of it for me because I get to just go out there and be like, oh, this is gorgeous. Like he's going to love it. And, you know, and so that makes me, you know, since we never had any of the experience, figuring out exactly what we wanted to do was hard because we had never done any of it. So now I'm like, okay, I really like doing that. So now I'm thinking about like talking to more art galleries and, you know taking taking our venture more of that direction versus before we were talking about bouquets you know and doing like um professional csa bouquets um so this might be like a different way that's more you know enjoyable and
0: more speed yeah yeah,
1: you know so and and it's good to uh you know, now that, that we we have the information to work with or or whatever, so you know we can um, we can plan from here.
0: Yeah. And speaking of bouquets, I'm excited about this tomorrow morning. Whatever day this comes out, um, what is it? Tomorrow's the fourth.
1: Saturday. Yes. Saturday, Saturday the fourth.
0: Saturday August fourth. Can't believe it's already August. That's what's nutty too. I
1: know. It's crazy.
0: Um, but yeah, we're taking a crash course in what just floral design or is it bouquets in particular or vase arrangements
1: um it is it is at reams creek nursery i'm gonna pull up the um the thing real quick um reams creek nursery
0: well, well, while you're picking that or picking looking that up i'm gonna go let this cat
1: in oh that's cool because i i got it we're um it's a summer bouquet making class at Reams Creek Nursery, and it is by Mountain Floral. Um, her name is Rachel Brownlee. Um, so she does seasonal floral design, wedding, special events. She's here in Nashville. Um, and she is she's doing a little hour-and-a-half course at Reams Creek, um, which is in Weaverville as well. It was $10, which... Um, you will. We will go home with flowers and a vase, like our arrangements. So I, it's an excellent price. I can't believe. I mean, $10 is great for an hour and a half, plus you get the vase and the flowers to come home to, So, it, or come home with. Um, it just happened to be that Sam and I are both off Saturday morning, so we signed up, and we're going tomorrow at 10 o'clock. So that's awesome because we are... Very lacking in the bouquet making.
0: Yeah, it's fun. It's some new art form to me for me to learn, so that's exciting. That cat wasted my time, by the way. He, he just—oh,
1: that's what cats do.
0: Yeah, he yeah. says he's out there meowing like uh-huh. crazy, and it will not come in like a jerk. Sal, Sal. Anyway,
1: he's a fun cat, though.
0: He has a fun cat, and thanks for filling everybody in on that. I missed pretty much all of that.
1: That's okay. Spiel. You know what's up. Yeah, I know what's up. <laughs> um, I will tell you this: that today, like or tonight, um, flourish uh flower farm the lady who did who like or orga- did the ponderous and time workshop mm-hmm. um she has posted that she is doing some sort of flower arranging at, like class over this like fall or winter and i saw it briefly on her instagram hers so are I the wanna... ones that
0: are sorry didn't mean to cut you off there a... they're the ones that are like crazy expensive right
1: well ponderous and time right? oh that's what i'm thinking of then um yeah. but she's the one who like organized and brought that together um so i haven't looked into it yet but i'm going to i'm going to see how you know how much it costs and everything but she's also the one when i delivered the flowers we like realized that we knew the same person yeah neil alexander Alexander, who is um a musician
0: yeah
1: i know from south carolina we went to winthrop together good old winthrop they're (laughs) just a ton of winter people around here it's crazy Really are
0: it's it's kind of weird i know makes sense though artsy town artists flock to Um, it yeah anyway yeah so um is this like a regular thing that Range creek offers for like just they just do a little intensive classes or this is just kind of a random okay
1: but well, they've, you know, they've they've changed their location around. They have more space now, so yeah, I feel like they're kind of um trying to head in like different directions. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Maybe it's something we'll see more of. Maybe who knows? Who knows? But for ten bucks, yeah. Again, come on,
0: yeah. <laughs> can't beat that with a stick. I'm gonna beat that cat with a stick. <laughs> oh, sad. no! I'm not. I I love animals. I'm sorry. <laughs> now i sound less convincing because i'm cackling like a madman afterwards (laughs) you do Um, love animals i do they love me gosh darn it um cool is there any other business stuff you want to chit chat about city chat
1: (laughs) well we started the snapdragons
0: oh yeah we did and oh we forgot to check them we need a Make sure that they're watered and well, rotate yeah, them. Yeah,
1: tomorrow we'll just water them tomorrow.
0: Cool, they are sprouting, like champs, yes. which is Absolutely. fantastic.
1: And it's great because it's just in the uh, those twenty dollar greenhouses. I know we've talked about that we got at Aldi's. We've moved moved them to our covered porch, and we just put them out there. We are leaving the front open, watering them and like rotating them around to make sure it's even because our our porch is totally crooked, so <laughs> everything you know, in this house <laughs> everything in this house is crooked. Um, so you know, you, we just rotate everything around. And um, but yeah, they're they're going great. So that means we're we don't have to use any electricity inside to keep them going. We don't have to like yeah. have lights or anything going. We don't have to have them in, which is great to know for next year. You know, for from now on, like when we do snapdragons, we are doing them. In the summer, I don't care if it's the only thing we are doing in the summer. Like we are starting those seeds and getting them in in the fall, because like not having them inside is is huge.
0: Yeah, it's nice.
1: Yes, it's
0: very nice. And honestly, like I I want to check like check the difference between these and well, it's it's not a good litmus test because it's going overwintering. But I feel like they start they definitely look like they start stronger outside. Um, I don't know if that's a heat or a lighting issue or cause I mean, I know with the, with the trays and everything, the heat, you know, that we're getting on the thermometers closer towards the bottom. So they might have, not have a higher germination rate because those, you can't bury those seeds. Right. Um, I've always like been curious, germinate. like what the variables are and how they're affecting our, our plant growth because mm-hmm. with so many, it's just seems like the numbers don't match up with the production we're getting. Um, and yeah, so I, like I, I'm excited to see the difference in the plant like from start to finish. Now that I've seen what it's like starting inside, so we'll see. I mean, well, it's
1: gonna be interesting too because starting outside also versus like we we know for sure planting them in fall and overwintering them, they will be healthier for sure. Yeah, you know, so better root. Growth yeah, and everything. Right, because it's like the it's it's that perfect timing of right when they think that they're about to start flowering the tops die off and so they're like, Oh no and they slam those <laughs> yeah. roots down, you know, to make sure that they survive. Yeah, um, so I was
0: thinking it's not really a good comparison because of that. Right. Um, but still.
1: But one year like when we have more space and more time and everything, then we can try that, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. I feel like the overwintering thing would—it's got to be even regardless of how how well the seeds do. The overwintering is a stronger like thing for the plant if it has to if it's forced to focus on the roots. And I feel like it's going to be a much more prolific plant in the long run.
1: I meant try like a set. You know, we could do a tray. You know, do a tray outside, but also start a tray inside. Sorry. You know, like do do, and then overwinter the inside started tray as well. Cool.
0: We're on the same track now. <laughs> yeah,
1: but at the same point, like, why do we even. Like, what? <laughs> would, would we really do it? Like, if it, even if it worked better inside, which I just, i it's just so, like, it's.
0: So much more convenient so, outside. So, and yeah, it's yeah. so
1: much more work, like, hardening the plants off and so much more worry and everything than even if it works a little bit better or you could time it better than. I feel like just letting them go. Like, I like just.
0: Yeah. Life runs away. Th- like, yeah, it always seems right? to be the ones that you just, say, hey, get out there and do it. And take care of yourself. They always seem to do better.
1: <laughs> well, those carnations that I started this year, I mean, we started those outside. We just threw them on the porch, didn't cover them or anything. Um,. Forgot about them for like a while, like they were like bone dry. Well, same with like,
0: the dolly is too. Yeah, and
1: no, and no germination or anything because it was just like bone dry. And they were like, well, we might as well water them because it's just like a forget about it trial thing. And they we'd already in them, so we threw some more, We threw some water in there, um, and then boom! Like a couple of days later, I guess they had just like they were just the seeds sitting there. Mm-hmm. They hadn't tried germinating before because they were like really, and then they just got dry and so they just went back dormant, but then they popped back up. We forgot about them again. Like half of them, well, the dahlias did better than the carnations, but half of the carnations died out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then I took them across and forgot about them for a little while again, and then I finally, we finally planted them out, and they looked like crap. I was like, who even <laughs> care? And so like, even when I was planting them out, I was just like, who cares who cares (laughs) like i mean just like shoving them in there like not not doing it gently or anything just like and or just being like you know what i can't i can't do this or i can't put this in there without like killing it right i'm just gonna set it on top and like maybe the roots (laughs) will just throw down but we have a lot of carnation plants going over there from the ones i did like that and i'm like well there you go you know (laughs) Um, but this rain will probably kill all of those off because car- the carnations don't. Um, they want dry. Yeah, they want drought. Like, well, once they're established, so who knows? Maybe like I mean, this is well, good. <laughs> I we was gonna have say maybe spell. in like October we'll get a random crop of carnations, but maybe not. <laughs> but I don't know because we might have already killed off those beds by then. We'll maybe. see. That's again, that's the flux area.
0: It explains why that one day when we were out there planting, like. You got, you plowed through some beds really fast at one point when I was like, I, I finished one or I started one, looked up, you're on my left side and I finished this one row and I look up, you're on my right side, two rows <laughs> down. like, what? <laughs> Am I really that bad at doing this? <laughs>
1: no, like that's a, Yeah, that's the, I think you were doing the the crops that we were caring about and I was going for the the speed fast, like mm. let it go stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Good times. Well, yeah, but those I feel were less also... or more adequate now, not less adequate. Oh yeah, well, and those
1: two Like it was, those were a lot of the beds where we were planting some of the crops that we cared about, but we only had like maybe like twelve of those plants going in, and then we were finishing off the other ones. And I needed to do like weird counting because that was the other thing is I was I had like the carnations and the hollyhock and these things that I was doing trials on, just kind of spread out and shoved into random beds. <laughs> um so that was the other part of why i was doing those of being like because like trying to explain my game plan for all all of that is just like nope it's just easier like (laughs) you do you do this section that has this one or this one bed that has this one set of directions and i'll i'll grab these other ones but
0: good times (laughs) All right. So I guess that about wraps up the farm stuff. Indeed. Um, yeah, what's next? What's We haven't really had a lot of fun <laughs> these last couple of weeks.
1: <laughs> we haven't. But we're gearing up for a big fun. So we have a big vacation g- coming up. So, you know, we've, we've been doing a lot of work to prepare. Indeed. So got to get all your ducks in a row before you can go party.
0: Row them ducks. Oh, man. I actually... After this episode, remind me to talk to you about ducks. All right. Uh, Not informative, just a quote-unquote business opportunity. Not an actual business opportunity. (laughs) Uh, Anyway. Word. (laughs) Um, If anything comes of that, people listening out there, then uh, we'll fill you in on that later. Most likely, nothing's going to (laughs) happen. So (laughs) enjoy that. Cliffhanger. Um. So, yeah, what do what we, we – got, we got stuff. We I'm got, really we interested got stuff in Egypt. Here. Oh, the Egypt thing. Yeah, because we're – Egypt, what's yeah. up with that? I think that's how I put it in the
1: <laughs> – In Slack? In Slack. Yeah, that, that is. So that was a long time ago. <laughs> we were supposed to talk about it on the last podcast, and we didn't.
0: Oh, speaking of Slack, I mean, any of you business-savvy people out there, you should check it out. It's a free um, – what do you want like an like, inner office business – handling thing there's a small amount of storage space you can transfer files um invite people to to your groups and post within that group whoever you're working with it's a you can do video chat and stuff like that through it it's a pretty good i wouldn't say networking tool but if you got like three or four um, people you're trying to coordinate then it, it works really well for that
1: yeah and i I think that one of the best ways to use it is for brainstorming.
0: Yeah, totally. You, know, you,
1: you get all of the members on a board of, you know, whatever, you know, like playground ideas and people can just throw up like whatever, you know, ideas they have for that project. Mm-hmm. It's all in on one board. You can go back and look at it, you know, like.
0: Yeah. And you can do private messages within it and create your own boards if you're a part of like the team that's working on it. Um, it's pretty cool. Check it out. Um, but sorry tangent big time there uh, what was it not
1: Egypt, Egypt. I've been waiting so patiently to learn all about this Egypt well, what's up with that there's
0: there's a couple of facets to it what I want to talk to m- mostly about as well so Chad I think I mentioned back when I started when I bought God of War was was listening to Joe Rogan podcast the Joe Rogan experience and got me in on it so now I've been listening to it there was one that it's kind of interesting because aside from comics and actors and other people within like Hollywood, he brings like intellectual folks on there and have like big, deep discussions with scientists on these, like I wouldn't say groundbreaking theories. Some of them are, some of them aren't. Um, but yeah, it's just, you learn a lot of just random, every episode is different. So it's, it's pretty cool. It's, it's nice. Uh, and not what I expected from,
1: joe rogan yeah joe rogan (laughs) exactly it's not what i expected from joe rogan either something you might not know about me joe rogan (laughs) smoke rocks
0: um well tyrone biggums um anyway so yeah this is just a random episode i listened to of um it's this i guess it's not an egyptologist he's a i guess a geologist maybe um or an he talks about some stuff with the sun and everything too, but I think what his, his expertise is geology and then going to Egypt and looking at the Sphinx site, um, because of like the amount of like the type of erosion and everything on these rocks. Like he came to the conclusion that the timeline for Egypt has been entirely wrong and that there's, um, it opens up the thing for previous civilizations before the stuff that we know about. So it could be like, people were on this big learning arc and got like even past like Egypt times technology wise and all that stuff. And then there was this big cataclysm. Everybody went back down to what I think what got me started on it was one of his episodes. He mentioned to somebody else about, you know, this thing that I'm about to mention that brought the world down to what, like 40 breeding pairs of humans. So like almost wiped them out entirely. Mm-hmm. Then isolated them and all this stuff, but then the people I guess like that live past that. You have all it pretty wipes out all the civilization, but they have some of the technology that comes forward through it, which is why Egypt might have been so advanced because they had some re, some way to hold on to this technology, and that kind of gave them a kickstart compared to everybody else. Also think about forty breeding pairs, so that's like I think he, they said it might be a thousand to four thousand humans left entirely, and that's all based on okay so i'm spinning out of control here <laughs> <laughs> ultimately you need to listen to the episode because they make much more sense of it but it's just fascinating to think that um you know just our what we perceived as the timeline for this stuff is much different than what we've been taught yeah. and everything and what was crazy the the egypt part is like since he He's using all the scientific evidence to back this claim up and they're wanting to do some more surveys into the Sphinx to see like since it's built on it's a civilization built on another one then the Sphinx statue is already there and they like some of the you know like originally it wasn't a human head on it Um, there's some other stuff like chambers inside of it that would have been from these pre-times. Um, but the Egyptian government and everything, and a lot of the Egypt- Egyptologists are brushing them off and kind of covering it up. So, you know, pretty much they can stay on what they've been teaching their entire lives and not be proven wrong. And I guess, because I don't know why Egypt would want to hide this but i guess if they're included not collusion that's a kind of a (laughs) buzzworthy word um Mm -hmm. but you know they're working together with all these egyptologists they're you know i'm sure they're lobbying back and forth so there's this kind of weird cover-up going on too because there's like there's a chamber that they found from whatever testing like sonic or whatever in the left paw that should be from when the sphinx was originally built but egypt and all the officials won't let them like check it out because it's kind of a cover-up situation. But that ties into all this pre, pre-civilization pre things too. Um, I'll put a link to in the... Yeah, actually, another weird side topic. I'm going to start putting some links and stuff of the things we're talking about in these episodes on the website. So check out paintforkfarm.com and go to the podcast page. And each episode, I'll try to put as much pertinent information on there as I can so you guys can go down your own little rabbit holes. Because I sound like a crazy person right now.
1: You <laughs> don't <Just laughs> yeah, sound like a like crazy a, person. Uh,
0: but anyway, so, yeah, well, it was just one of those, like, what? Like, it's just a whole new theory that opens up so many well, yeah, crazy like, if- possibilities. And it's backed by science. And, you know, like, so, it's not that he's wrong. It's just crazy that they're covering it up, too. It's, it's this whole extra layer of intrigue on top of mystery. <laughs>
1: right. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, you know, like, that's kind of where we're at is a lot of, a lot of the people who are in it, you know, like not to, I don't know, belittle or, or I don't know, like the, the world, I guess, or something, but like, you know, in, in the Futurama episode, um, into the wild green yonder, then, you know, he's supposed to be doing the environmental testing and, you know, Amy's dad is just throwing, money in him. Like at one point he's just in like the the money blower, you know, <laughs> yeah, getting right. all the cash. So it's like and he's like and at one point like he even says he's like it's not scientifically proven that life matters, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um but then eventually like he you know he pulls it back around. But that that unfortunately is kind of how it is is a lot of time people just don't they're so like they're just more concerned about being right than or not being wrong. Yeah, being really. Not, yeah. Yeah. That's wrong. how I mean to say it. Like, yeah, they they just don't want to be wrong. You know, they don't care. They just don't. And that's why it might not even be Egypt with the the scientists that are saying that this is wrong or whatever. It might just be like when you have maybe like this small percentage, percentage of people saying of scientists saying that, hey, this is possible. And then these like much larger people that are just trying to cover their butt for what they discovered this whole time mm-hmm. you know then like as a government like these people have been around longer they have more experience they have like the bigger names i'm sure and stuff like that so you know it's it's you know i mean governments are easily swayed unfortunately yeah and countries and worlds and and all of it you know like it's all um it's yeah. all in what type of perspective you wish to follow, you know, mm-hmm. or which situation you decide to believe in, all that kind of stuff. There's too, there's too many variables, you know. Like we were talking about earlier with Kelsey, of uh, we can't quite figure out why she's doing better because there are just too many different options. Was it the food? Was is it the weather? Like is it just? Is it whatever you know? Like what? Who knows? Like there's too many too many variables to say, but yeah unfortunately I, like the truth is the thing that is the first to the first victim right mm-hmm. isn't isn't there a saying There's or some something quote. like that like the you know oh, it's the first, um, truth is a truth like yeah, the first casualty of war yeah first casualty of war yeah um which i mean when when has the world not been at war you know so
0: yeah i thought it was interesting though too like the, the i guess the mentality behind that i've yeah I'm i'm no scientist or anything but to think like you spent your entire life learning about this dead civilization you would want to know more about it right so if like some new crazy theory or discovery well it was not even theory anymore it's it's there's a lot of hard science backing it like if that opened up a new avenue of like oh my god like my entire life life, like like, this is a whole new door that's opened up like into these people's lives. Like why would you want to shut that off?
1: Again, not to like bring it back to Futurama again. But remember That's like money. when they did all of the different um like they did three like little mini episodes. One of it was like if they were a game right. and then the professor yeah. found like the the meaning of life or whatever, he won the Nobel Prize and then he got like so depressed and just like so sad because like there was nothing else to learn. Right. And then Fry was just like Well, I wonder why it worked out like that. And he was like, oh, you're right. Huzzah. Like, I will never find the answer. I will never, you know, it will always be the journey. I will always have an avenue for learning more. Like, that is, you know, I guess, again, two two very different sides of the professor. But, um,
0: (laughs) yeah, I mean, that's the joy of a (laughs) a cartoon. Yeah, Yeah. it can be whoever they need to be.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but it's like be be like the, be like the video game, you know, professor, mm-hmm. where he just wants to learn more. Yeah, he's... I
0: mean that's the, that's the joy of being a scientist or a scholar. It's like they, or you know,
1: being alive, you know. Like yeah, what's the... what's the what's the point of being around? Like if you're just stagnant in your growth, like, you know, keep reading, keep keep pushing, keep finding, keep changing, keep like you know be better. Mm-hmm. the day before like why what's the point you know
0: yeah that that brain is useless if you're not using it <laughs> yeah
1: and it's already I mean we're already using such a small percentage of it then I mean dear god at least use a small percentage that we are using mm-hmm. you know much less <laughs> the rest of it or even I don't know maybe keep just like 5% of it on you know whatever it is just keep a little <laughs> bit going y'all just Just keep keep pushing.
0: Yeah. Stay. Anyway, stay in school. Don't do drugs.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Be a superhero. That's right. Or the best friend of one. (laughs) Seeing of Jimmy Olsen, (laughs) (laughs) he wound up doing all of great stuff.
0: He rode those coattails right into oblivion. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I don't know. If it was Superman, I would probably ride his coattails, too. Oh, you,
1: you ride your Superman's coattails. <laughs> All you Jimmy Olsen's out there. <laughs> get it.
0: Get it where you can get it.
1: Um. So what else? Um,
0: Jeez. We talked uh, about
1: Egypt. We talked yeah, about so the So that's farm? what's up
0: with Egypt. Like I that said, I'll, I, I will cool. give you... Or there'll be a link on there if you want to listen to the exact episode. Um,
1: well, yeah, I'm interested in listening yeah, to it Yeah, it's really now.
0: fascinating. I'm li- I am think I'm listening... Oh, yeah, the f- Joseph something or other. This is pretty interesting that we've been listening to. Like, we've heard bits in the car. Mm-hmm. And then one before that was something to do with a guy talking about um, the Hadron Collider. He's a quantum physicist. So, yeah, it's just like all these neat little things that i forgot about in school like i'm hearing all those scientists and stuff talk about it it's it's exciting i've been digging it i've actually been you know into the more intellectual ones than the comedy ones even though the comedy ones are entertaining it's just i like infotainment i guess <laughs> like all the major podcasts i listen to are more of a learning experience anyway so this is kind of peaking that interest too with with joe rogan yeah so, anyway, that's that's what's up with that. So, is
1: there is is there another? That's about topic? it
0: for Egypt. No, uh, there, there is, oh, okay. next topic. I was like, is there is a nice stopper.
1: Like is this it? We got the farm. Keep we got Egypt. That's silence. it, y'all. This um, is what you got.
0: No, so we talked last episode about the old chicken chat, which I think is oh, what we right. decided to chicken chat. call it since sorry guys but you failed you had a chance to change the course of history and y- you dropped the ball so we're yeah, but it's okay They'll, there'll, there'll be, be more another opportunities, another yeah.
1: opportunity just but this this is close this is uh we've decided chicken chat <laughs> Matt sellers this, chicken one's, chat. this one's for you you should have at least helped us come up with the name if you want to be on this section
0: yeah boy, boy.
1: let's talk about chickens he, he says to, to me every chickens. time he sees me
0: Yeah, he'll be on (laughs) one of these days once we start getting guests and stuff. We'll have Matt on here. He makes his own banjos and plays in a... Mm -hmm. Does he have a band or is he always solo? He's got other people he plays with.
1: I don't know. I think he just does solo. His website is back up. He posted that today.
0: No, I didn't even know he had one to begin with.
1: Well, yeah, he said it was really old and it was on a date, but he finally got (laughs) it back together again. (laughs) Hey Matt, um, if and you're listening,
0: I can do graphic design. I haven't looked at it true. yet. <laughs> well,
1: I really want to go to this website because he said, like, and this was on Instagram. He's like, I got the website up and going. Like, I have an album coming out, and then, like, at the bottom, he said something. He was like, "You should really check out the cornbread recipes section." <laughs> and I was like, "Really?" And then in the comics on on it, then someone was like, eh, "I don't know about that," you know, like that cornbread recipe. And he was he was you know, so they were talking. So I. It seems like he might have a section just devoted to cornbread recipes.
0: Fantastic! I yeah, I'm so I'm
1: interested. I'm interested to see what that's about, and to see if his cornbread recipes are worth a damn. You know, yeah, like we have bacon wrapped cornbread. We have your cornbread that is pretty baller. We got, know? So yeah, I mean we, got like some we have some good baller cornbread. ass cornbreads. Uh, <laughs> mm, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see what he has. Um, what
0: but on Instagram? He's Greasy What's Banjos. What's his? Is his website Greasy Banjos or something? Oh, too? I don't know.
1: No. I haven't clicked on it yet. It was in his profile.
0: Clickety-clow. Click on it. Or you guys click on it. I'm going to keep saying this, that we're going to have links, so I will post links.
1: <laughs> Are you making notes of said links?
0: Bam. Way ahead of you.
1: Oh. I feel like you just gave me a big old middle finger.
0: <laughs> no. Gave you a paper finger. <laughs> With all the love in the world. Oh. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Anyway. So, yeah. Chicken chat um that's what we're gonna do that's what we're gonna call it we mentioned bumblefoot last time that we might be talking about that we think that might have been a false alarm or a passing fancy if you want to call it that (laughs)
1: it might have just like it wasn't when we saw it it wasn't incredibly bad so it looks like it's healing itself it might have just been a very mild case that just you know she fought yeah, off on her own that
0: dry spell might have helped and this wet mm-hmm. spell might bring Not. it back so yeah we'll see what happens with right. that
1: so we're just gonna keep our eyes on that but we're gonna pass on the um bumblefoot i almost said brumblefoot because i've been talking about kim's last name again kim um mike's kim oh. oh okay um her her maiden name was Brumble, which I always just loved because, let's get ready to Brumble! <laughs> like, we used to say it before we would sing karaoke. Like, come on, it's freaking great! That's great! Yeah. I thought that they should have changed their, like, I thought she, Mike should have changed his name. Like, Mike Brumble? Come on!
0: Yeah, that on. that works pretty well.
1: But anyway, teach each their own. They're their own people. I have no control over their names. Um, but we are going to hold off on BumbleFit, not BrumbleFit.
0: Yeah, which we had this, uh, we bought some herbal remedy stuff from, I don't think we meant no, we didn't mention it last time, but. Yeah,
1: no, Moonlight um, Farm.
0: Moonlight Farm, huh?
1: Uh, Susan Burrick, I don't exactly know how to pronounce her last name, but she is the raising chickens naturally, raising ducks naturally, mm. and she has a herb farm. She sells, like, all, you know, natural supplements and, and, you know, cures uh, tonics as, you know, all, all sorts of stuff for him.
0: Yeah, which would have been really nice because every other conventional method of curing this is you pretty much cut the cyst out of the foot and then patch it up. Yeah, it's
1: kind of like a, like a, like a weird, uh, I mean, it's kind of like a, it's
0: like when you get more a intense really bad a pimple. pimple. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like where it just like, there's a, a hard inside, um, you take that out and normally there's like some, I don't know, like cottage cheesy, uh, yeah. uh gross Bacteria byproducts. Yeah. <laughs> like we all know, you, you guys are picturing Goopy. it. Goopy. Like yeah. You know what we're talking about, <laughs> that gross stuff. So you cut like the, the hard part out and then you squeeze all that out and disinfect it and like tape their foot up um, so it doesn't just like get all clogged up with dirt and everything. But like there's always the possibility that it still does and that infection just eventually leads to the same thing. It's just it's just the way that their, their feet and everything are, are built that this is how their feet handle infection on them. It just creates this. So it can get horrible and like cause huge swelling of the toes and like work their work their way up all their all up their legs, like to where their the scales meet the feathers and everything. So it can get it can get bad and, and it's definitely something you should watch out for. We've never had it before. Um but it's also one of those things that it's not like if your chickens get it, it's not that you're a horrible chicken keeper or anything like that. It's just like if they just get happens. a tiny little cut on their foot then that gets infected that's what causes bumblefoot you know like that's just yeah it's just what it is like um you know you're not a bad person if you get a pimple <laughs> you know <laughs> or like you don't have you know like it doesn't mean you're using poor hygiene or anything like that like um but if you can fix it without cutting into them then you know you take off that possibility of a second attack happening. Yeah. Um, so what she has is a I don't know exactly if it's a tonic or whatever. Like it's a it's an alcohol based. Although she has a non-alcohol based if you prefer. But it is oral and the same um, liquid is used as a topical application as well. So you treat it. Um, by putting, you know, some drops in their mouth and then rubbing it on the infected area, so you're not breaking the skin out, you're not, you know, inviting a remission and everything. And they are all, um, you know, it's all natural and everything like that. Um, I heard that as well. I think we should check on it.
0: What do we have? Our first bear.
1: Yeah, it was just like there was there was definitely something large out in our front yard. Um, which we do get like deers and everything around here as well. Um, but we also have like some jerky dogs and stuff as well. So there's that. <laughs> so it's always good to know what is what. And who knows? There are bears. We've seen Bears Crossing Paint Fork Road. So.
0: Some kind of a shit dog. <laughs> Um, uh, I think it might be the uh, the new pit. It's a uh, that's definitely dog paw prints on the porch, and they're pretty good size. So I think it's it's not Great Dane size, but pit bull ish is about right. So bullet, bullet, bullet. Ugh. Dogs. Ugh. Anyway, as long as they don't screw with our chickens, we're fine. I guess. <laughs>
1: Well, our chickens, or, like, I mean, that's where we have all the snapdragons. Like, I don't want him, like, no, knocking that the, stuff over or he's anything. He eating the cat food. Well, yeah, but if he's up there and he runs off, like, those things aren't tied down or anything. Like, he can knock that right off the porch. True. Plus, I don't want him eating the cat food either. Cat is expensive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, whatever. We'll talk to the neighbors about it. That means they'll have to go over there at some point. Oh,
0: do we want to? They're going to get violent. <laughs> Well, we can just trail cam it and then send that to the old well
1: the, the, I don't know I feel like everyone should always be given a chance like I would always want someone to come to me first no matter what the situation I will go to them one time and then after that well then you know depending on how that one time goes determines if I ever go to them again you know <laughs> but I mean yeah. I feel like everyone should be given the the chance for you know a neighbor to actually come over and say something to you versus you know going directly to like authorities or whatever True. um now oh, granted i don't think it's going to go incredibly well but you know well if i want the world to be a better more positive place then i have to put that out there too <laughs> 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 right <laughs> yeah
0: we can we can do it
1: together yeah i would like to do it together yeah we should um, plus, like, if I start getting, like, Riley Coyote, then you can stop me. Because there is always that possibility of me just being, like, them saying something and me just being, like, losing it. <laughs> yeah. I have to deal with the public more than you, so it's harder to control <laughs> <sometimes>. <laughs> But, anywho, so, okay. Um, we were talking about the chicken, chicken chat, sorry. Chicken. Another tangent.
0: Chicken chat, right. So, no,
1: no Bumblefoot.
0: No Boom. Bumblefoot so sorry guys gonna miss out on that fun action um although i don't know (laughs) it might be interesting to listen to (coughs) excuse me instead of being a part of cutting old chicken feet open and everything um so yeah now our chicken corner will be less gruesome and more wholesome and (laughs) next uh that's pretty much it we're just going to introduce you to all the birds in our flock some of which will be cooperative some of which will not
1: (laughs) yeah and we'll um um, you know we'll post pictures of them and um you know if you have any questions or anything like that um and and just like we're we're dedicated chicken keepers um Mm -hmm and uh, we have some new things coming into play with how we are raising our chickens. Yeah. Um so we'll be sharing just all all sorts of that. So this will be a regular segment. Um yeah, how for sure. regular we don't know, but um Yeah, once we get know.
0: done introducing everybody, then we it might be more of a emergency status or you know something different pops up. We have some coop edits and Things like that that we're going to be coming into. So we'll have some stuff to talk about. So
1: Well, yeah. And then if nothing, I mean, like even in the further future or farther future.
0: Chicks. We got chicks coming next year, hopefully. We
1: we plan on um, adding to the fly every, you know, to continue a regular supply of eggs. You have to add in, you know, new layers Mm -hmm. on a consistent basis. So um, we've waited two years. Um, It'll be over two years. Yep. No. Wait, this no it won't.
0: The two years exactly?
1: No, no, no. It'll be over two years. Yeah, because the chickens were their their hatch date was our our wedding.
0: They yeah. were a year
1: on our wedding. They hatched on September 16th, 2017. No, 20. What is this? This is 2018. They 2018. hatched on 2016 yeah. we got married 2017 yeah this is 2018 all right so we will have waited over two years to add onto their flock yeah or add into our flock
0: and this will be different too because yeah. last time we hatched them out or let the let the hens hatch them out we didn't do it personally but uh we'll probably do some more shopping around this year get some more interesting breeds maybe focus on a little bit of egg color changing which we can get into later um yeah.
1: And we will be hand raising these versus letting a, yeah, a do it. Yeah, so. I'm
0: so excited about that because last uh, last batch, honestly, we haven't even named all of them because first off, they all look the same, and secondly, they're they're not our babies. <laughs> they
1: are not interested in us. They do not want us around. Yeah. At any of them?
0: Nope.
1: Because they were, you know, their their mother initially. She was a wonderful mother, Hilda. She is a wonderful mother. Like, if we ever hatch on again, then I want her to do it because she was wonderful, like, perfect. First time, right off the bat, kept them so long, almost as much as Iron Lady, like, as long as Iron Lady did, which is, like, from what I which is Bruin Cruz, you know, top mom in his flock. Um, But kept them, like, a week under her um, record. So, like... Right off the bat, first time, like yes, like if we ever do it again, she is she is the one I will allow to to hatch them out. But she is not interested in us at all either. She is a more um, timid hen, so she didn't want us going near her babies at all. Um, and when you when you raise them inside and everything by hand, then there is it's it's harder to integrate them into the flock because they are you know when the mom raises them, she, she takes care of that whole part. She protects them and everything until, you know, they can protect themselves or until, like, they split off. But, um, so it's harder to inter- integrate the hand-raised ones, but they are so much more personable and interested. And, in, you know, that that is one reason why we keep the chickens. Yeah. Um. We, we like them as pets.
0: And they do have... I guess it's more of a personality. It's it's you know, easier to pick that out and humanize them whenever you can recognize them. But um, honestly, I feel like the ones that we you know we were hands off with are i mean you could practically call them feral. Like you have to chase them down to do anything with them. They pretty much just act like typical chicken. There's not mm-hmm. too much personality to them. And for whatever reason doing all the hand raising stuff like they seem to be more interested on like roaming and well definitely what interested in what you are but you're also the imprint like what what you guys are up to like half of them come out and visit with us whenever we're doing things because they are familiar with us but aside from just the proximity they do seem to be more engaged and open to like new stimuli and experiences and stuff like that so
1: yeah they they are they do they seem don't just to be like, like stick the, to the rooster they yeah. they
0: branch out and do their own thing, and that seems to definitely have an effect on their personality and honestly like they're problem solving in a way too
1: hmm well, I wonder too like i've I've thought a lot about how much of that has to do with us hand raising them because our first batch we were super hands on and there were only six of them, three of which wound up being roosters and <clears> you know left us of course um but the other ones we raised we had more we didn't spend as much time with them because we were just busier and there was all sorts of things happening during that period of our life uh yeah,
0: hilda's um, part of that batch
1: mm-hmm. um so i'm interested in what in like also is it The raising them inside, is it the time we spent with them, or is it the fact that our first batch came from tractor supply, which means they came from a big hatchery. So their life from egg to us buying them, you know, was incredibly different from the other ones we raised by hands, which we bought from, you know, a a father and son hatchery in North Carolina. (laughs) We drove to get them. Sorry, Scoops. And, uh, you know, it it was much smaller... The only travel time they had was from, you know, their home in North Carolina, which I think was like two and a half hours away or something to here. (laughs) Yeah, that was a Um, So (laughs) it was just like we just drove it. It was, well, it was two batches. Remember, I did one by myself and then Mm. we did one together. Um, But like maybe our first batch are so interested in kind of like different because they came from the hatchery yeah
0: and almost like a i mean i don't know if you can really i'm sure it's traumatic but i feel like that too is just kind of adds to their
1: resilience
0: yeah because they've been through a lot from their and they develop so fast they hit that hard and that developmental stage so maybe they're just calmer because they've gone through some shit Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh who knows Mm -hmm. um but yeah, we haven't really decided on where we're gonna get the next batch either. Um, I'm totally down with doing something like Tractor Supply, or if you want to go more private, that's cool too. But we'll cross that bridge when we get there and talk about it on one of our chicken chats.
1: Yeah, and we will. <laughs> and it's um, it's too because since we are talking about doing um, we have some, we have a couple different breeds in mind for sure. Um. And with that, then that'll limit where we can get them and everything as well. So, yeah,
0: get a hold of some of that crazy jungle fowl. <laughs>
1: that is interesting. Yeah, they're but that's the other thing is guy. like what we might have to do is like take a Monday or Tuesday at some point and like travel to a different state to pick up some birds. Like, and I'm talking like you know, like Alabama or somewhere. Yeah, Who knows, Who knows where knows. we'll go. We're up in New England or something, you know, so that'll be exciting too. Yeah. I just said Alabama right off the bat because I'm still a part of the, uh, <laughs> the
0: Mobile Yeah, we well, are talking about going Bay. to Mobile. Yeah, that's Mobile. right. Mobile,
1: yeah, Mobile, not Mobile, Mobile um, area chicken group. Mm-hmm. So I have all sorts of connections down there. <laughs> but I also have some, you know, some places I follow up up north and everything so we might um, you know and if you go if you go to a hatchery like that then they're they're better at or they're m- more willing to sell in lower quantities you know cause mm-hmm. you know we'll just tell them listen like we're gonna drive to you but don't worry I mean last time like I sat in the back seat so the chickens could sit in the front seat closest to the heater cause I was like I don't want that to be called <laughs> and I freaked out about them the whole time that's where we got the Dominiques from they had such a hard time that one little Dominic. oh yeah, that oh, still breaks some of my heart. That little like he, I don't know, he's funny shaped, or she. But anyway, so that'll be chicken chat.
0: Yeah,
1: um, it'll go in all sorts of different areas, you know.
0: Yeah, Yo. um, but uh, yeah, you'll get to at least meet our our crew.
1: Yeah, before besides like the farm section, I think that's our first like official like named like, section of the podcast.
0: Well, what we're drinking. And then...
1: Yeah, it doesn't have a name, though. Well,
0: we don't even have a name for farm chat, either.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. Is like, those don't even have a name.
0: No. This is a, yeah, official segment down in the books.
1: Oh!
0: I dropped my notebook.
1: Notebook down.
0: Um, But, yeah, that's, that's... I guess it's... You got anything else fun you want to talk about? Or anything in general? Anything cool on your mind?
1: Um... I don't
0: know. Yeah.
1: I think, I mean, I feel like all we're all like, good. yeah. yeah.
0: This probably wraps it up for this episode. Um, yeah. So, subscribe, rate, and review. Do all that fun stuff. Follow us on Instagram. Go check out our website. Uh, Instagram is The Amazing Strider Man. And?
1: Paint Fork Farm.
0: Uh-huh. And the website is paintforkfarm.com. Uh, You can
1: email us at paintfortharm at gmail.com. Yeah, if
0: you want to get personal or direct messages on any of those other platforms, which Mm -hmm. I think is just one platform, (laughs) Instagram. (laughs) You can leave comments and stuff like that for the episodes, too, on the website. Yeah, Um, you can
1: like it, and you can please, please subscribe and give us a five-star rating. We will ask you for that, because... Yeah. Because we're new, we're new and we just want your love.
0: <laughs> tell all your friends. Tell them to subscribe and review. And
1: and you know what? We're gonna go eat a crab boil.
0: We are crab,
1: crab and shrimp. Mm. Uh,
0: so yeah, that's it for this week. Uh, this installment. You guys, stay safe out there. Have fun. Love you later.
1: Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh.